0: podcast hello and welcome to another weekly episode of the beer fridge podcast Real beer, real breweries real opinions as always whenever you listen to this podcast make sure you hit that ding a link to be notified of all the latest episodes and subscribe 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 helps us massively uh like i said hit those five stars as well you can head to our patreon page patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast and show your official support for the podcast get exclusive content and some free beer or homebrew From the guys as well at patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. My name is Gavin. I've got my drinking buddies this evening. We've got Carl and I've got MD. Good evening, gents. Hello, hello. Evening. This has been, um, it's the first time in a long time I've done a podcast just us.
1: Just the three of
0: us.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Like it's been like
1: ages. It's, I suppose it's a perk, you know, that we've always. I say always, but we've got a lineup of guests and people that want to talk shit with us and drink beer, um, but at the same time, it's quite nice when it is just the three or the four I, of I, us. I,
0: to... I like how we like, catch up just with us every now and again, you know what I mean? Look back at what we've done, what we've achieved, and the people that have came on and blown smoke up our arse a wee bit and made us feel really jolly and really great, and then we go, come back down to the earth and it's just us. We can reflect, yeah.
1: But this is where we get into the nitty gritty stuff. This is where we can like talk about the beers we've tried and like away from because like, it's it's good when we've got breweries on and we can speak about like their beers and stuff. And we're always honest with that. But let's be honest, we all have plenty of beers away from. The right. podcast once, oh, once a week, and I know our group chat gets the old picture that comes through, and it's oh, what was that like? And so, mm-hmm. these ones I quite look forward to because it actually gives us a chance to talk about either those beers or beers that we've had that you know you may not have liked that are maybe easily accessible for others, and then you can kind of highlight those. And Aye. Uh, yeah, it's always a bit of a laugh, put it that way.
0: I mean, if that, that Instagram page is usually full of beer that we like and half the time there's a lot of times i can't to take a, a fancy smancy picture which is 20% of the time or <laughs> <laughs> when i'm half mortal that's kind of boring, isn't it first be the night i'll get a good photo and then after i'm like nah fuck that um anyway digressing slightly we'll start off as we normally do go down round the virtual table see what we're drinking to start off the podcast md what you got mate
1: I knew you were coming to me first, and I've got a good one, and I know you had it. Uh, whenever no, it was I actually, I a, you I've talk- got it. No, this is a different one that I know you've had because oh. I've I've left that one sitting for later conversations, just in case you did open it. But I've got um, Mirakai's swimming in Idaho Seven, mm. which I know you were talking about on Instagram Live the other day or whatever that was. Yes. If you can remember, no, I can. <laughs> um, so the, again, it's going on the line. So we had the I had the swimming and Citra uh, last week, and that was delicious. If not,
0: like, it was almost like it was it, the most Citra beer I've ever had in my life. It was
1: just kind of mind-boggling a little bit for what you can get out of a single hop and. Mm. I, I know what you mean about citra, but, like, in my head when I say citra, I'm thinking, like, citrus, mm. like, and I've always put those two together, but it wasn't overly citrus, it had this really kind of balanced, like, it had a really fruity flavour to it, and not know what you yeah. would come to expect, uh, and it was just, I felt it was so complex for it being one hop, and again, we all know Ollie's a bit of a wizard, so... Yes. Um, an Idaho 7 here, 4.7% hazy, uh, pale. It's piney, it's grapefruity that like you mentioned um, in spades. Um, I'm getting a little bit of sweetness um, coming through. Um, on the can it says mango. I don't know if I would have said mango myself, the mango. but it has a little bit of sweetness. It is, again, like for a single hopped beer, just complex and delicious to
0: a be honest The question i asked myself when i was drinking it and i nearly i, I, I wrote it when i wrote the post on instagram and i, I deleted it um, and it was as i think that that beer is going to be very it's, it's going to be much of a marmite beer because it's like it's i felt like there was maybe idaho seven I always felt like there needs to be something with it because it just it, for me it just felt like there was something i needed a bit more or i needed something different or i just it was a, it was an amazing beer don't get me wrong it a tremendous beer I absolutely loved it but I, I felt like some people might know it might just not sit very well with them so i picked it up because i,
1: I idaho sevens a hop for me that i probably would have been like, I'm not sure if I like it. And that's really odd because of all the flavours that I like in a beer are what Idaho 7 bring. But I've never really been, like, if it's, like, drawn to, when you see it in a a lineup of hops, for me, I'm just always a bit like, meh, Idaho 7, fair enough, it's in there. But now that I'm just drinking it on its own, I think it's honestly, like, I think it's incredible. I think the 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 balance of flavour that you get you've got you know obviously like west is best for me and it has this kind of resiny pineness to oh, it time, but it's no bitter you know so you don't have that like really like dry aspect that you would maybe think from more west coast it just has this white fruity like it's just balanced and it's it's a great fruit like bitterness that comes through which does have a, like it has a a little bit of dryness, but not in the like dry your mouth out that you never want to go back to. It. It's just honestly like it's such a wicked, and I think it's such a great idea um for yeah. um for breweries to do. The can looks amazing. I know you've seen it, Cal. If you've not seen it, like it's a bit different to the usual Mirakai. <laughs> no, we've not got a. Uh, <laughs> Ollie face plastered over it um not that i mind that but um until they put our faces on one of their cans i'm yeah, exactly. um, uh i'm i'm gonna gonna keep mentioning that but all in all honestly it's just it, it's me the kind it's all in that again I,
0: so. I, I agree i think it was a really good beer i just thought there was potential that for, for me i was thinking i don't know if like the masses, so to speak are going to get on board with the beer like if you're a craft beer snob you're going to love it i think if you're relatively in your infancy in craft beer like you're, it's going to be a hot it's going to be a hard work beer um did i say it's it
1: good. but it may be one of my best beers of the year All right, no, it's,
0: cra- it's cra- like, honestly
1: like old but it's a you know it's 4.7 pale you know so but it's good body, it's got plenty of character in it in terms of like like flavours that jump around.
0: Yeah.
1: Honestly, I, that's like that's getting marked down right now for fridges this year in no, the paleo good, section. Like... And I know well two of have tried it, so my the goal will be <laughs> can we get two cans for the other boys. Well, I'm, to looking try. For, I'm looking and...
0: to see after having like the Central one in Idaho seven, I'm looking forward to the rest of the series like um I oh, know. Like you said, Ollie's a bit of a wizard. He's just good at making fucking good beer, and um, yeah, and that's why this is like, his wheelhouse. Aye, and this is why they get recognised for for the beers i are making.
3: Like you say, it's a, a single hop beers. It's sink or swim, and it's you know, it's, there's no way really to hide, No. because the flavours are the flavours. So if you can make them sing and and make sure that you get every aspect of that out, then you're guaranteed to get a winning beer. So.
1: That's, that's honestly a must for, <clears throat> if you like, if you like, well, if you like a pale ale, you know, like a hazy pale ale, you want, I agree what you mean, Gav, in terms of like the flavour is, it's a, it's a hazy pale ale, but it isn't on the like, over, like the tropical side that you would tend uh, to come to expect now from, I hate saying that, like a standard know, pale ale, I, I, but you know, I like when
0: i think i'm wording it wrong i think it's the best thing because it says in the can hazy pale and you, you'll think you'll you'll think that it's going to be like a nepa and you're going to get this tropical fruits and the big hmm. tropical the uh, juice bombing or that it's not it's not that at all
1: no it's i know we were talking about it in the group chat earlier about the westy like a westy table or a westy pale <laughs> like this is more of a westy pale than i've ever had before it's not a west day in that sense however it's because it doesn't have the bitterness but the piney resiny grapefruity aspect is just wicked it is,
0: it's a, wicked wicked beer. It is so. a wicked beer I like it. i did say it was i did say and in, Instagram an excellent beer i just didn't want to mention the bit where i was like eh, i don't know if it's for everybody because because uh, it's not for me to push my full opinion on people i would rather they go and buy it and get a go i'm
1: all about putting my full opinion out mate fuck it like i'm uh, sticking the old neck out or less sticking the um opinions to the mass or whatever you want to put it that way but i think it's uh i think it's awesome what like come back to me when it warms up a wee bit and if it does change
0: it it changes massively honestly like i was sitting i was sitting watching the football i think i was watching the fa cup when i had that that beer and um it changes massively, massively. <laughs> uh, Cal,
3: what you got? Well, I've been uh, patiently waiting for weeks, really, to um, chat about this brewery. It's uh, the one that I got in my bruiser box um, for April, um, and it's the uh, Mona Brewery from Wales. Yes. Um, so plumped for them, didn't know anything about them at all. Um, got a 10 can box from them. There was a couple of doublers in there, which is fine. Um, initially, a little bit, not, not disappointed, but a little bit um, apprehensive at the the ABVs, so there wasn't really a beer above 5% right. um, in the box. Um, but I'm happy to, uh, to report that, that all the beers that I've had have been absolutely superb, um, with, with I think, one exception, which was the, the whip beer. Um, which 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 was a wee bit um, weak tasting for me. I mean, it was it was described as light on on the the website, so I, I suppose that's maybe the reason for that. But when you, when you drink a whip beer, you're expecting that kind of you know mm-hmm. proper chewy, wheaty flavour, and and it, it was just lacking a, a little bit. But. All of the other beers that I've had have been absolutely stunning, um, despite their, their sort of way and I've started off with a session ale. I've only got two cans um in total left. So this one's called Pabo. Um I'm not sure whether that's pronounced properly. Um but doing doing a little bit of research, um, just quickly furiously Googling stuff, um it's named after a, a, a fifth century um king from North Wales. Um, who then set up a a monastery in Anglesey, um, and looking at their cans and and stuff that all the beers are sort of centered around, sort of Welsh history and Welsh mythology and and that kind of thing, um, and yeah. you know being being. A Welsh brewery. Everything on the can is, is written twice, you know, so it's written all in Welsh and in English as well. Um, but this one, unfortunately, um, it doesn't give you any information online about hops and stuff like that. But it's 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 an absolutely cracking sort of amber coloured ale. Um, it's got a lovely body, uh, a, a decent bitterness, but not overly so. Um, 3.8%, and it's 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 dancing quite nicely, and it's got lovely flavours. Um, and yeah, it just it's just another solid solid beer. To be honest, so I would, I would recommend giving them a go. Um Good. maybe you know, maybe not maybe not an entire case, but certainly if you see them, pick up a can or two and see, you know, and try them out.
0: Remind us of the brewery's name again?
3: Bragde. Bragday Mona. So Bragday is just Welsh for brewery, but Mona is the is the brewery name, M O N A. There's
1: it. something for that now. like and, and like we may get onto this in a little bit, but the the doing low A B V beers well, mm. I think is a testament to the brewery and um, to the brewer as well because, like you say, especially in those styles you're talking about, Cal, like that, you know, a dark ale or a like pale or whatever it is, you mm-hmm. know, they can become a bit wishy-washy. You know, we've mentioned that phrase plenty of times. Aye. To get body and, the- and flavour into 3.8%, I think there's... Aye, lot- I mean, it's...
3: And I, th- they've done those styles really well, but they've also had, um, there was there was one that they had called Paradise, um, and I was so glad that I got two cans of that, because it was absolutely superb. It was like a tropical pale ale, and um, it was really hazy, and it had all the flavours that you would expect for, you know, a top-of-the-line beer, and it was only like 5% or 5.2% or something like that, and it was absolutely stunning to drink. It really was. It was really easy, uncomplicated um, you know, I mean, anybody that's listened to more than a couple. I mean, they're the kind of beers that I really like. It's just sort of, not fussy, not trying to be something that's not. And you know, at the end of the day, it was it was thirty eight quid for the bruiser box, and I'd, I'd quite happily pay three pound eighty for any one of the beers that I had, um, out of that box. So I'm 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 really chuffed with that choice.
0: Right for me, see when, when you get your bruiser box, see if you're if you're getting more than eight cans maybe 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 eight's the maximum actually if you if you get more than six say and you end up with a doubler i'm not bothered like no it's like there was I, two
3: there was two beers that were repeated so so four you know so i got eight di- no did I get aye, eight different beers right and and the and, and two okay. doublers so i'm um, i'm i'm pretty happy with that to be honest aye, like, and like you say as, you I, mean, as i say, as i say it's
0: like i got my my bristol beer factory ones like i got, i think i got six or eight i can't remember it was, six, it was six actually and but i i got 12 beers over overall and then i got six different ones and they were doubled up but forget 12, 12 beers for 38 quid i was like Pff, fuck I, that's a steal exactly. he's <laughs> that like you said three pound eighty it's like for you happily pay pay three eighty a day go in a bottle shop now and you try and spend three pound eighty you're not getting anything like i'm Oh, you no know, you're amazing.
3: not getting
0: massive uh, you're not getting a big beer anyway no exactly so oh. doesn't it bother me like if you're getting 10 you get a doubler or you get 12 and you get a doubler phew, aye fine it means i can enjoy that beer twice thank you very much okay. um, right then i have got i picked up this beer i think um from brew london 50 percent sure uh it's uh four pures steamer um, Burmans Day, Burmans Day, a uh, 40-day lager limited edition, um, and this has been matured for 40 days, as it suggests, for a fullest flavour, uh, worth its weight in beer. Apparently, it's brewed with traditional German style and matured cold for 40 days. Um, this is um, superb. Um, we were lucky enough to try another lager while we're at um, Brew London from Lord's Brewing, which was tremendous. Um this is more of a Hellas still kind of lager. It sits at five point one percent, so it's n- it's decent ABV. Um it's it's got a lovely wee bit of sweetness. It's nice and crisp, it's super refreshing, it's not overly gassy, In fact, it's fact no gassy at all. Um it just goes doing an absolute treat. This is a beautiful lager, like. So oh. I'm
3: I'm I'm curious about the, the whole mature maturing thing. <laughs> You know because we've, we've we've spoken to enough breweries, we're, we're kind of all okay enough with the process. We know that lagering is is the process, um, that, that lends its name this lends its name to the style, and mm-hmm. and basically that involves fermenting at a low temperature for a long time, um, and we've we've kind of the, the, the sort of benchmark time is that we've kind of come to expect to be eight weeks, sixty eight six weeks. To eight and 40, 40 days seems funny. so is, that, is, is the is the 40 day I wonder is, if the 40 day maturing process is after, yeah, after the beer that. is you know ready or not because 40 always, days doesn't seem to be much to shout about it if, it, say, if, it, if that's how long it's been laggard for.
0: I know it doesn't say but I'm going to assume from the taste of the beer and how lovely and soft it is and how crisp and refreshing it is that it is after those 8 weeks like you say um, because Oft that is lovely, by the way. That is tremendous. I would be, I would, say I would, be, I would be really surprised if it's just forty days, because then it would be, like you said, it would be not what we would, we would expect.
1: Um, I would guess it's over, right. like you say, over and above, because um, John at Lords did mention that they'd done their lager for up to twelve weeks, mm-hmm. and like in fermentation. Um, to get the kind of the, the, the softest and that, um, trying to stick to sort of, if like you say traditional temperature, and uh, and he just, they just thought it was better, just leaving it. Um,
0: how good fair. was that? How good was that lager from London? It was awesome. it's, it's actually it was like potentially the best lager I've ever tasted in my life. It was. It was so good. Insane. And that was the second beer and, I had that day. Uh, or oh, I had that day.
3: You'd be glad you tried the early doors and and no, later later on when you were half cut
0: Aye, because my first beer. No, was, was... my first beer was a nine point four percent slushy fucking stout thing. <laughs> <laughs> Woke me up. I needed it after a two. It was like a, It was just
1: a. It was like a coffee. It was like an nice coffee.
0: That was what it was. Great. That um,
1: nah, the words. I, I think this is. I, I, a kind of good segue, I suppose, into like one of the topics that I wanted to kind of bring up. I suppose we're talking about lager and traditional kind of beers. Um, Was that Yakima? Yakima Chief?
0: It's the uh, Yakima Chief and Cloud Water Club that I had a couple of weeks ago, and I have got two cans, and I'm so glad I got two cans because it's splish. It is amazing. Yeah, it, the a, the it. aroma of this thing is ridiculous it, mate, like, it's 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 that good that it's, it's label-off sticker on the fridge. Is it? That good. What's the name of the beer? It is called Green Shoots Double Dry Hopped IPA, showcasing an experimental hop variety, HBC 586.
1: Aye, uh-huh, I know it well. Aye,
0: ah, so you
3: so, so <laughs> sure. is that a hop? Is that a hop or a fax number or something?
1: <laughs> that would be the old. That would be the old Talus HBC Yakima lot number. Basically, whatever it was pulled for. But
0: it's so one of the, see you drinking that beer. It's one of these times where I'm like god damn i wish like we did every podcast in the same room every single week because that would be one of like try that because it's amazing
3: move move up to scotland then and we can do that Ay, well, that's not... oh.
0: <clears throat> moving on
1: there's plenty of hooses in your estate gav we'll just four years we'll old just a to part me seven
0: months to get the one i've, I've, I've paid for <laughs> i know <I'm... laughs> i know never mind um, anyway
1: it,
0: carry on Anyway.
1: I'm saying that, like, so one of the topics I was talking, like, kind of wanted to bring up, I suppose, when we're kind of touching base on beers, is the whole, fingers crossed, coming into some good weather. Um, I know we've been threatened with, um, you know, heat waves and all that for for weeks, but the kind of the segue from the Lord's Lager and obviously your uh, four-peer number there into kind of summertime drinks, I think is really important, and... I've got a fridge rammed of stouts now, and I was trying to pick beers before this podcast and I'm like like eight and a half percent blueberry and vanilla stout or uh you know ten percent chocolate this and coffee that and I'm like it's just not the time I love all those styles of beers I really really do, and you know, but I find it really difficult to to pull one of them out the fridge, even uh, right now and, and leading up to hopefully some summertime. And I'm just thinking like, as a, a we past proper dark beer season, I know Miguel, our resident um, dark beer connoisseur is, um, not here tonight, but I know Cal. You always like a a dark beer as well, or a nail and stuff. And a ale's maybe slightly different because I think mm. they're uh, usually a little bit on the lighter side in terms of ABV. So, but you know, are we in that? Are we? has the cut off point. Am I going to have to just pull these guys out my fridge and stash them in a cupboard until
3: October? Yes. No, I, I mean I think there's always there's always a place for a big monkey stout. Uh, uh, you know, but I, I have to agree with you because I've—I mean, I've got—I've got a big overtone one in the fridge. I've got the big Alpha Delta chili number. Oh, you've still got um, it? and no, I got a second can oh. beard for something. I think that maybe came up for you. I think that was your oh, can. I've no, got, no, got, <laughs> um, And I've got. I've still got some tartarus beers, like a big Christmas cake ale and a big. um A couple. I've got a big. uh, I've got another Monk Patrons project. Um, big cinnamon number that's like twelve percent as well. So I've got. I've got loads in the fridge, and but when I'm standing at the fridge thinking about beers to drink for the podcast, (laughs) they're not really the ones that Are my go-to, you know? I think for me, a big, a big dirty stout is one for the end of the night. You know, if I sit and have two or three pails or, or a lager or, or whatever, and then it's like, right, okay, I fancy some a bit sweeter, maybe a bit different, I'll have that. So, you need some,
0: but I,
3: I, I, I don't, I, but I don't think, uh, I don't think weather would necessarily stop me for drinking that. Um, but, but I totally understand, like, like, I mean, if you're having a summer session, if you're sitting out in the garden, you were getting towards barbecue season, obviously, up here we've got gala days and birthdays, summer birthdays, and and know that kind of stuff, so you're know, that's not the kind of beer that you would love to sit out in the garden with,
1: you know. Oh, it's just, I'm finding it quite. <clears throat> I'm not finding it depressing because I like the like when the weather's bright. I like that it's lighter than that. But like, you know, when you've got you've got all these really awesome beers that you know are sitting there, and let's be honest, there's like everyone you just mentioned. I'm thinking it myself. That sounds. Awesome, like a big dirty overtone number, or I know how good the Alpha Delta one is too. Mm But it's just, and it'd be really interesting for any but any of like uh, listeners in that. Like, are you still getting wired in to dark beers? Like I say regularly, but like, but like a stout now, and it's funny because this is I kind of had this scribbled down because we've went back and forward on it a few times. That the stout has become. Quite like there isn't many traditional stouts. Is the point I'm trying to get to now? Right? They are modern Aye. stouts with adjunct this and adjunct that. And, and
3: even the ones, even like if you go for a big stout, even if it isn't adjunct it's still heavy and thick and and stuff. I, I, I tend to to liken it to like a dessert. You know what I mean? Like
2: mm-hmm.
3: even 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 the ones that aren't like marshmallow and fucking lactose, dude, they're not. It's That's the way that I seem to think about it, you know, because I'm I'm quite sure I'm the same as you guys. Like, I'll just have my dinner of an evening. I won't have a starter and a pudding as well. So that's the way that I would say it's like a treat. It's like, you know, maybe once a week or maybe once a fortnight, you'll think to yourself, oh, I fancy a wee, I fancy something a bit different. And you'll go and have that. And then that might be the only beer that you have that night. I think that's maybe where it sits. So it's Literally, difficult it was, if, like, if you've got half a dozen or eight in the fridge. It's going to take you a long time to get through that. Right. or fifty <laughs> like Marcos. On the red oh, no.
0: Jesus Christ. Like that. Like that was my like, or would be my mindset if I was a, a dark beer drinker or a regular dark beer drinker. Like you said, there, like if I was going to have a dark beer, I would have it at the end as a dessert kind of beer, like to finish off the evening. To Whereas if I, had, down.
3: if I had. Some traditional, quote unquote, traditional stouts or porters or wow. whatever, you know, sitting in the four, five, six percent range, mm. I could quite happily sit and drink half a dozen of them of an evening, mm. regardless, mm. because because I think, you know, that see a cold, like a porter or a stout that's cold out of the fridge, Aye. I think it can be really refreshing. It's like it's like drinking a nice coffee or or mm. or or whatever. I, th- I think it can be really pleasant and really pleasing. And regardless of the weather, uh,
1: so that, so. that was my point, and that's why I was bringing up the adjunct thing, and like because I think the there's something about it, like summertime sessionable drinking, I yeah. suppose, and I think of wintertime hibernating. I'm not going to. I can get into a big, dirty st- 12 or and be, you know, and and we talk about um, you know like being like obviously drinking responsibly and all that kind of stuff, of yeah, course. But and I shouldn't say drink responsibly followed with a but. Oh,
2: that's cool.
1: However, the the fact of the matter is, like, it's like I don't want to say it's socially acceptable because you know it's dark and it's all the rest of it. But that's sort of how I kind of feel
2: about it a little bit.
0: And I, I agree with you there because um, all the the stouts that I've been a, a bigger fan of and I've enjoyed the most are the the kind of cold brew ones. Um, they're the ones I've enjoyed the most and I'm like I, I could easily drink like two or three of them because like, they're nice and chilled mm-hmm. and they'd be the ones I'd I'd, I'd gravitate towards and they're like a wee bit of fruity and then maybe a wee bit of coffee's coming through the problem with me is like I'm not a massive dessert person anyway like yeah, even with seen. food I'm not a massive dessert person like we go out for a meal and like sure you want a pudding nah burst the cake don't want it um, I just I'm just not a cake um, person I'm at all i'm the
1: same i'm a i'm a i would rather do two i would rather do two starters and starters, a main or a, main. A, a, main, a starter and two mains
0: uh you know see, if, yeah. see if, I, if you can give me a starter i mean and then a starter again perfect thank you i'll have i'll have a wee you no know i'll have a wee uh a bruschetta that i'll start off and then i'll have my main course and then i'll maybe have a wee prawn cocktail to finish off thank you <laughs> <You're wrong. laughs> love a prawn cocktail Don't it's love just it. um I
1: just think like like the whole summertime drinking thing, and I'm 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 touching base because obviously I've got the perfect draft, um, keg thing too. That I'm kind of going to get into uh, at some point. There's like I wanted to. It's all set up. It's pouring. It pours really well, actually. It's really really easy. Um, and I don't want to go too far in the now. Part of me wanted to try it out before like because we joked we were like oh you should do a video of unboxing it and i opened the box and lifted the thing out and that was it <laughs> and i was like
3: Ta-da! okay
1: the tap comes in a separate wee bit and you clip the tap onto whatever keg it is and put oh, yeah. the keg inside that's it um
0: it seems like an easy process to be fair of other videos that i've seen it looks relatively simple my, my, my always, the question i always have i'm like how many pints are you going to get? Like, yeah, is just going to pour shit? Is it going to just you're going to get like a tons of froth in the first couple, and then you know, it's a waste right there. Does it make sense? The first
1: one, the first one definitely had a lot of froth in it, and that was me knowing how to pour a pint, I suppose, but at the same time, like you know, first time using it, and it's still used
3: to the, the kit, though, aren't you? you? know, it's like, like you know, having worked in a bar. That's got you know fifteen or twenty taps in it. Each tap can pour differently. Each beer can pour differently. Yeah, so when you family. when you hook up the next keg, it could
1: be a, it could just be different. So, at the same time, like I poured a pint, so I had the um, the tiny rebel. I have the tiny rebels club tropicana, where drinks are free, and um, mm. <laughs> um, and it's, it poured a really really lovely pint. To be fair, I might uh I, I, I might next room, rather than open this. Uh, pale and pour a wee half in because it's super. The... Part of me, this is like a huge, big, long-winded way coming back to summertime drinking mm. because the perfect draft thing is super dangerous for summertime and just casual drinking
3: because the kegs are everywhere. Like, like even yeah. see see day to day in Armadale. Day to day in Armadale has got oh, dozens. Oh, really? they've got dozens and they've got loads of different kinds. You know, they had the they had the whole garden rose oh, nice. keg. And there and see that see that on a summer's day see a keg of that that would disappear lightning fast and you're 100 right like sitting outside and you put that in the kitchen and you just keep going back and keep going back I, remember, I think it's a
0: great
1: idea um, it is it is awesome like because i've got it set up like out at my back like you've seen the picture like at my back door basically like and we can we sit yeah. out at the back back door and like we we've done that i had it I had it set up on Saturday or whenever and my downside is and one note if you've not got it and you're getting it is get your keg in the fridge if you're not going to set it up right away because if you want to pour beer and right away the keg will be sitting at room temperature and it needs to, it'll still pour it'll still pour but it recommends you get it down to the 3-4 degrees mark yeah. and when you pour it it actually comes out less than th- 3 degrees it sits about 1 and a bit degrees so it's icy. Um. So I, that was a note So I plugged that in on Friday, thinking, "Oh, I'll finish work, amazing! I'll get a pint of it." And then it was like sitting at fifteen degrees or so. and I was thinking, "Box." So
0: it tells you like the temperature on that when I mean, it good tells you the temperature
1: and it tells you how many days the keg's been open for as well. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of pre-program it to, um to kind of well, i say notify you but mine has been open three days and i've got like two pints worth left in. you know what i mean <laughs> like it's um but at the same time this is the kind of the whole point is summertime like like fresh cold like easy drinking beer that i think summertime just kind of brings out and it's sad because, like I say, I've got loads of stouts and I, I so appreciate that style. But then at the same time, there's part of me really looking forward to like October time and be thinking we're going to have all these the, awesome. Beers. The good
3: thing about these, the good thing about these big heavy beers is that they'll keep. Ah. Do you know what I mean? Like you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if it's in the can for a year; it's still going to you know. It's not yeah. as if the hop flavor is going to disappear or yeah. or anything like that. It should still taste. It should still taste as good um, right. then as it does now. That's um, that's but good go, go not, that, going back yeah. to your perfect, going back to your perfect draft thing, um, I was a bit skeptical to start with, um, you know, with being a bit gimmicky. Um, but but they've they've stuck at it, and the range has expanded really well. And there's there are quite a few sort of quote unquote craft options, yep. um, as well as your sort of standard macro lager stuff. But but I think it's a great idea, and especially especially for summertime. And they've got the deposit return as well, so you get a five off your next keg when you yeah. take that one back. And, and and there's places and there's places popping up all over the place. I mean, where, where do you get your stuff from? Are you go. You just going to get it online or?
1: Well, I can buy. I've got a like a like a voucher on an account set up through Beerhawk. Like, so I can do it through them directly. But. I did see that there was a, a keg mart in Whitburn. There is. That I've, been, I've
3: been in a couple of times for my custody. My, uh, dad's got a perfect draft, and I've been in there a couple of times, mate. And they've actually got quite a good selection. Yeah. um And they're uh, no just um, as an aside, they're cash only. And in I didn't realise that to start with. However, well, the first time I went in, it was uh, I, I had to run. Doing, doing the street in Whitburn to a castling right, which is a bit irritating but I so if you're going up there remember that bad, but I and, and they'll do the, they'll do the deposit return as far as I'm aware as well so if you take your Club sure Tropicana man. back um. but I mean there's there's tons of stuff man there's tons of stuff that you can get I, I mean Kirsty's dad had uh,
0: do you remember last year uh, when they had... left sorry Cal do you remember last year when, no, had, right, um, when the tenants got put on on it and the, like, the mad rush to get tenants and the tenants ran out dead quick like Folk were like okay. all no over much. Facebook, going, "I need a keg of tenants for my perfect draft." Like everyone was trying to get one, and you couldn't get one anywhere.
2: Mm-hmm. I,
1: I totally like you said. The Leffe is a, a huge one. They've got so many varieties of Leffe, from the blonde to the 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 brown, or it was the brown, or
3: that's brown that's that the Ted brown. And uh, uh, they've got. I was in day, to day the other week, and they they've got quite a lot of like. What look like German and Belgian yeah. beers, you know, and so, I, I don't, I don't know what they'll be like, but oh man, surely you can't go wrong. No, like, like that, a German, it, a German, a German lager, a German lager or a Belgian lager or something like that, sitting at a barbecue like you say, Gav.
2: Yeah.
1: So the funny thing, like the first one that popped up, Gav,
0: that will take you straight back is Jupler, and, and literally, um, and, and I was like, I, my, my dad was looking them like a year ago, two years ago. And um, he's like, what do you think of that? And I was, I was like, ah, oh, that looks no bad, no bad. I was like, if you get it, buy, get, a ke- get a keg of Dupler, will you? I was I like, know. I remember that being the first beer that he like said when we landed in Brussels. And I was like, this is back when I was like, I need lager, Like, whenever we go, I need to make sure there's a lager or something I can drink. And the ju- I found the Dupler and I was like, this is amazing. Yes, there's a lager yes. I like. And I was like, everywhere, every I think every other place we went on that Euro trip, I was trying to find Jupler."
1: And then oh, so there's Jupla, okay. so and then there's um, there's Hofroder, which was like our um, German uh, that's the one
3: uh, I've seen in day to day, Hofroder.
1: Hofroder, all right, that's cool. the one in day to day, yeah. So, Gail and I drank crazy that when we were away, and in the kegs. What
3: was that? 30 quid, all right, between 30 and Forty quid, depending on depending on what you get. Like if you go for a stronger, a higher EBD beer, I'm going will be a bit dearer. Yeah. But your 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 standard beers are normally about 30, 30, 40, 35 pounds or something like that. Right. For, for ten pints.
0: Yeah, it,
1: like it's not like it's not like cheap cheap. And I think you know they they could be cheaper, I suppose, in that sense for a per pint. But there's something the. The point I was kind of coming back on this was that it, it's such a summary thing. It's like, and seeing being able to get that in the comfort of your house to pour a pint or even like two thirds, like a, a good to us. I'm calling these two thirds, but these are like, <laughs> these hold 440 <laughs> mil cans, um, which is a bit ridiculous. But, um,
3: you know, it's just
1: so refreshing and I, like who knows how long it'll, it'll last um no i
3: mean i don't see i, I mean i don't see that that that's no. going to fail it can't fail do you know what i mean and i mean i'm just looking on the on the website here i mean they've got they've got heated seats paleo by Mickler, um, the paleo by Mickler on there um, and yeah. i'm sure at one quad. point as well I'm, I'm
0: sure at one point last year um during the pandemic they sold out and you couldn't get a hoddy one anywhere
3: Right. Jupiler. Uh, a jupiler's thirty two pound, have thirty two uh, and a half quid. Yes. Again up. for six liters, you know that's twelve pints or just under. It's between between eleven and twelve pints. Yeah. So.
1: That's what I'm saying. Depending it's... on how you pour, but like as I say, I had one. I've had one dodgy pour, and that was the first one.
0: After that, I've basically had. Do you think that was because was it it was the keg like at. Temp- at temp
1: was it? no it was at temperature when oh, I poured yeah. the first in like whether I've just not tilted the glass or whatever yeah, I don't yeah. like I don't know I I do have a video of it because Lin's um was like I'm gonna have to take a video you pour your first pint um yeah. and it but is like this you know, one man sorry
3: perfect draft vocation life and death no it's a new
0: one six,
1: right.
3: six and a half percent and it's only 40 quid
0: no. that's a new one they've put on it's just um, brand new yeah Andy um on instagram um he got a couple of those kegs and you you get i think you get a really nice box when you get that that keg actually you get the, the keg and you get a couple of um same the as kind of what you got with your tiny that. rebel you get a couple of like wee cans and a wee glass and that which i
1: is think they're doing nice? this they're doing this sort of deal that i got with the tiny rebel basically where you <laughs> get the glassware the like the Runner. the mat which is i've got this sitting on the new um <laughs> And all that kind of stuff. You're using it as a mask, um, basically, I <laughs> basically. Um I, I actually use it, it's like a big coaster, so I can put my cans in that one without it sitting on the uh, the, the desk. Yeah. But no look, I think it's just obviously like I'm I'm totally new to it and I know it's obviously been going like the, the pepper dry thing and listeners will be like, For fuck's sake, boys, I can't believe you've never mentioned it. But I'm really looking forward to like and I know it's ABI, um, it's ABM, Bev that are 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 kind of the controlling factor on it. So there's going there's a lot of Corona Bud Light and the, the the likes on there. However, there is something like there's so many re- weird and wonderful like kind of German and Belgian. It's just, Belgian pouring, it's
0: just in your, like you said, sitting in your garden, pouring yourself a pint. Is there's like there's nothing better. Like you said, even if you in a beer garden having a pint. So what's better than that? sitting in your in garden having a pint that you've just poured yourself then you
3: don't need to talk to folks
0: exactly the best bit of it don't need to talk to anybody don't need to get get any small chat if there's a wanker beside you who's absolute mortal getting at the big man and just talking utter pish and going then you talk to him because he's not there i'm actually looking
1: forward to it from a like a a barbecue point of view, because you, know, you boys know, like, I love a Barbie, and like any excuse when the weather gets, I mean, I'm mean even saying when the weather gets semi good, I had a Barbie at Hogmanay last year. Like, so it doesn't matter. Like, any excuse to fire the barbecue up. And I love, like, when I'm, like, on, like, cooking on the barbecue, you have, like, two big buckets, food, ice, beers, you name it, so you can just get stuck in. And I was like, how awesome will it be just to have the perfect draft machine sitting up? there as well, that you can just then roll it out and not help yourselves to right. pints, burger and that. You, need to have,
3: you need to have like six kegs in the fridge though, so you can swap it straight over
0: oh, right. yeah. um, uh, you, can't have the, you can't have that on and have oil for because you know it'll get absolutely fucking destroyed we'll No, we would just,
3: you would just bring your own keg as opposed to bringing beer Where you, just bring your own keg Stick it in the fridge or freezer and then Seize once that, one's right. finished you put the other one on
0: that's a new, well, of uh, a new scheme, a, a beer fridge podcast scheme. There you go, bring your own keg,
2: bring your own, oh, bring, own keg.
0: No. Fuck, bring your own crate, bring your own keg. I that would be that be decent to
1: be. That's and like Linds keeps mentioning, I've got enough freezer uh, freezer and fridge space. Considering there's three fridges in the garage, now, basically. So like, there's plenty of fridge space for uh... a. <laughs> Uh, kegs to be piled up
0: kegs to be piled up defo um as we said it's the first time in a while that we're, we're doing a, a podcast with just us and not having a guest on which seems like a good time as well to kind of look back over what we've done in the last few weeks and things and actually um things that are kind of relatively new ish to us we've, we've been on other podcasts Um, we've been um podcasting slags and sleeping around so to speak <laughs> so um we're on uh, with the women's brew um a women's brew uh talking about the, the brave noise which is good fun that was a great chat and then we're on with uh, more views on craft brews and then we had last podcast was battle of the breweries um it seems weird to go through a month and actually not have a brewery on but at the same time like it was it's good fun like it's
3: interesting yeah. getting discussions and other people's viewpoints and stuff.
0: Yeah, I definitely like like I really enjoy. it. I'm looking forward to next week. Aye, ah, next week's one will be really good fun. Looking forward to that and um booking out the rest of the year um from contacts we we gathered at Brew London. But last week was good fun uh, with um Battle of the Breweries talking about the trading cars, that was a good laugh. Uh, i like I said, I've got I know that um oh I can't remember the name. Oh, it's gonna bug me. But she bought from Women's Brew, she ended up buying Joanne. Joanne, Torrey. yes. Uh no, um Tori. Tori. Aye. She ended up buying a, a a full um the full set, the full game after listening to the podcast. <laughs> it was quite funny. Um and then having the guys from more views and craft brews, that was a good laugh. I was it like started off as a Scotland v. England and ended up just being like let's just talk about good beer basically which was a great laugh and then i'm looking forward yeah, i'm to looking forward to the
3: return like
0: uh, the return like guy yeah, that would be good laugh that would be good fun and then like having for me that that chat with that was johnny garrett um ollie and emma from Kai and then the girls from my women's brew just talking about brave noise like for me that was just that was such a good podcast that was such a good it was like such an enlightening podcast as well just to get both sides of the brave noise kind of conversation um and that that was just such a, a good one that we've done over the last couple of weeks. So and really, really enjoyed that.
3: Uh, here's the
2: back shift coming
0: in. Back shift really, really, a, I really, really enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it.
1: A
2: really, 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 really. Hi, Scott. Oh,
0: Look
1: at
2: well that. Well-deserved
0: well beer. Oh, that sounds like a man who needs a beverage.
1: Look at the quiff. That's all I'm hanging about. And
3: Look at no. the hair. Oh, yeah, it looks Ab- good. Must it. Absolute... Been, it must have been going fast on his motorcycle. Oh, uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Tricycle. Well, well, new hair,
2: new hair product. New hair product.
0: I'll let you. So I'll let you at least um, drink your beer and sample your beer before I ask you about but it. I'll
2: tell you what it is, and then I'll tell you, and then oh, that's I'll one of the best beers. Like. So this is a cloud water birthday beer, um, not in its branded glass. Sorry, this is the triple IPA. So it's still a good glass Behind go, I might as well play catch up properly. <laughs> Ten percent.
0: Doing things properly what it tastes like it's a good man um you've not what missed you talking about anyway you've not missed he's not myself a load we're talking about the uh march perfect draft we've been talking about um mark mark here the, the i he here, here's mark's question that he asked um are we beyond stout and porter season? Mm-hmm. Are we, should we now be looking at um lighter beers and put the dark stuff <laughs> in the cupboard
2: Not necessarily in the cupboard, because I've still got a few stouts there. I think if you've got to have a stout, it's maybe in the kind of, definitely the lighter side of stouts. I think the barrel-aged stuff could probably take a back seat, unless you were in the right frame of mind, um, or it was a particularly cold evening. I know that, uh, I don't know, it would need to be a wee bit more torrential than it is outside at the moment. (laughs) It's still roasting outside. It's
3: muggy. And,
0: okay, as oh. my as my grand would say, it's half a close. Oh, <laughs> oh, that is, quite sti- close. is that sticky? <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, my mum calls it sticky. She's like, "That's sticky." You're like, all right, okay, I.
2: Right. There's glue for at the sky. All right. Um, but I probably I think so. I, it would need to be a good. It would need to be a kind of like a, maybe five, five and a half, six percent would be maxed out if you were going to have something like that.
0: Aye, that's what we're saying, and may, may, still bitters
2: and stuff like that, maybe, but no, uh, no net no, porter, but maybe not necessarily a big hefty aye. can barrel number. I would probably sit them if you've got them, in there. it's no like they'll, they'll keep if they're stored properly, exactly. so would probably exactly. sit them aside quite comfortably.
0: Preaching to the choir, big man, preaching to the choir. Um, one thing that me and Mark discovered, um, so Mark ventured down south, um, and we um, had a lot of fun or I had tons of fun, at uh, Brew London, and the Saturday after...
2: The
0: the Saturday after Brew London, I'm not going to even talk about it, but Saturday after we went into Lewis, we went to Abyss Brewing, then we went to Beak, and one thing we discovered in Beak, which I think is a thing that all breweries need to now do, we discovered the best 330ml can in the beer. So, Instead of having your 330ml can as a wee stubby, make it a thinner can, but the same height as a 440. So it's like, you know the wee, the cola cans you get the like, people put in the lunchbox, the skinny ones?
2: Uh, Red Bull.
0: Aye, exactly, Red Bull, thank you. That size of can, so it was a 330ml can, it looked, it didn't look at a place, it just, looked, obviously it looked a wee bit skinnier. Um, because I picked up, and I thought, oh, that's quite cool. i am not going to pick up a stubby in that fridge, because that fridge was full of absolute bangers. Um, from Beak, and then from uh, the ones in they called fermentation. I can't remember actually what the, what the name was. And um, like that that beer just didn't you look at a place. You, I picked it up, and I was like, oh, it's a wee, it's a three thirty. That's a great idea. Like having the same same size of four forty ml can in terms of height, obviously, width wise, it's a bit skinnier. But I was like, more people need to be doing this. That's a great idea.
1: It just looked like a normal can, and like if you weren't really paying attention, you would have just lifted it, and like you would, it would have felt weird. But you would have probably just been like, "All right, cool." But I think it, those sort of things it kind of reminded me of like the wee stubby bottles, you know, like uh-huh. when they started making an appearance again. You just thought a wee bit of nostalgia, sort of funny shaped. Mm-hmm. But this is like the modern equivalent of it, as in like it's just like you say, different enough but keeping in line with let's be honest, everybody's going at the 440
0: oh, yeah, and if you didn't you want to do 440, and you want, to st- you want to keep to 330, but at the same time you want to no look too much at a place, so to speak because folk, like you said, when we go when I am going to bottle shop, I ignore 330s, I'll always look at 440s first, and then the 330s so yeah. if you want to make sure you get looked at first, like, if you're the same size folk are going to look at you think like, it might just help a wee bit
2: i mean like let's face it the the, the beer what they use for a 330 mil can and beer is going to take its lead for whatever they're doing for supermarkets so basically I or then um, no supermarket soft drinks apologies yes. so whatever coca-cola decide today is what everybody else will do because it'll become the cheapest Cans- version right. of can you can get when it so i was reading back there they were talking about kind of um, it's a minimalist paperboard packaging for four, six, and eight cans. So that if, you, if you're going to package it, it's obviously less, it might be, I don't know if it's less packaging or takes up less surface area anyway. Mm. If you're trying to get that in, I don't know. But it seems if they can make it cheaper or do something with it, or it's easier recycled, maybe, I don't know. That can be the only things. I'm just trying to think of why. What um, definitely. Definitely takes up, i hope less space anyway it's right. longer
0: it looked Maybe like it didn't we'll, look at a place it, ran looked on the side. it looked good it didn't look at a place oh. and i can't even remember what the beer was i should have taken a picture but it, it... <laughs> we say this we didn't buy a can <laughs> uh, the i was we were in the tap room and there was like 10 taps i was like i'd rather have no, that no. Than- yeah,
1: we knew we were going out later to drink more beer as well. So it wasn't like we were stocking up. Um no. it was like I've got to admit, the the beak brewery especially was just that you see it, it kind of reminded me of and for, for the for the northern listeners I suppose as the Stuart top out industrial estate. Like Aye. that sort of it's kind of out of the way, and uh, in regards to like obviously Lewis, it's not that far. I know it said it was it was a ten minute walk from the town, but whether that was or no, like, eh. but you know it's small town kind of out the way. But that, that sort of industrial estate kind of kind of reminded me of, and if honestly, if they built a pizza kitchen, it would look very similar to mm-hmm. Stuart in terms of oh. how it was set up. Um. But the the standard of the beers that Beak make are are just unbelievable. Like we only we got a couple we obviously tried a couple
3: when that's the that's the that's the dream though, like like the way that Stuart have done it is is to make it a destination. Mm -hmm. You know? And I would quite happily go and sit at Stuart and spend a day there. You know, go in go in at lunchtime and, and spend four or five hours trying the different beers, grab a pizza and all that kind of stuff. And that's that's where they're you're going to you, go, breweries are going to need to think it along those lines, yeah. yeah. Um, to, to try and bump up, particularly in the summertime. I think, and I think that's that's you don't need to necessarily go on a big pub crawl if you've got one brewery that's pouring you know seven or eight different beers and and you can go and grab some food there as well. Why would you want to go anywhere else? Yeah,
0: and, and I think could be, like, we, we, could, uh, doing... we could have easily stayed there for like hours and hours oh, and hours, like it's that Beaver. thing, like you said. Uh, Beak is definitely a destination. You go there knowing you're just going to sit and drink beer and eat food. And like, the food, man, they've always got street vendors. Yeah. And I've been there three, four times and I've always had food there. And the f- street vendors' food is just fucking phenomenal. It I went with the it veggie option well, and that was amazing. And I'm it not was... veggie. <laughs> it was... Oh, well,
1: well, like. Beak are obviously running uh, a couple of weeks, June ends, and the standard, like, I suppose this is a wee heads up for Stuart, because I think whether Stuart are doing this or not, and if they are, I probably, but the level of A-class breweries that are going to be at Beak for that festival are unbelievable. It's the who's who of UK breweries, and there is others there as well that are obviously going to get showcased. But the list was unbelievable, and the thought of being able to go, like you were saying, Callum, to a destination—why, why bother doing a pub crawl when you, when everybody that you want to try and more are in one location? And Stuart would be—that would be such an easy sell because they've got the space to do it. They've obviously got the safety were to deal.
3: Safety to do like a wee tap takeover or 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 something. You know, maybe get one yeah. or two, other, one or two other breweries. Even if it was like half a dozen taps, because that 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 pizza place that had that had to eighteen or twenty taps in it. Mm, yeah, Do you know, you could you could easily say like, "We'll book a table, we'll just go and and rather than going into Edinburgh for the day, go and yeah. and spend five or six hours there. Easy, a drink, chat, have a couple of pizzas, and
1: <clears throat> no, what a day! And like you say, that's what it's all about, and I think. I think creating a brand and having a like a level of a, like a standard of beer that you can attract everybody. And I think like Stuart have got that and Peak have obviously got that too, but where the non craft drinker in the group could show up with you to Stuart and drink, you know, something quite comfortably all day. Oh, easy. And, and then be able to and then the more extreme craft drinker if that's the best way to put it would have an absolute field day and i suppose again this keeps coming back to summertime outside kind of creating these atmospheres and i don't know i just maybe i'm just getting super excited about summary time when you go to a
0: brewery like you want you want like who doesn't love a beer garden Everyone loves a beer can. You want, you love sitting outside, like the weather's nice, and you're you're drinking good beer, good company. Like you said, if you're if you're going somewhere as a group, you've got a good destination. There's good beer that everyone can drink, and the food's good.
3: What beer can you fucking ask for? What beer do you want? Indeed, indeed. Right, I want to talk about this beer before I finish it and yeah, uh, go for move it. on. So this is my last uh, Mona beer, um, and this is a doubler. I've had this one already, and I'm I'm so glad I got two cans here because it was. Uh, It's absolutely superb. I'm going to butcher the pronunciation a la Mark, and it's called uh, Elian. Yeah, of course
2: not. Elian.
0: Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no.
3: So this is the Alien, uh, and it's the Paleo, uh, 4.5%, and it's really, it's just a solid, solid beer. It really is absolutely stunning. Um, really complex hop flavours. Again, annoyingly, I can't, I can't find out which hops are in it. Um, I suspect Citra, I suspect Mosaic, um, but well, um, I'd, I'd like to try and find out if I'm right or not. And along with all the other cans, I think the boys will agree the can art yeah, on the like one is is tremendous. I
2: love the big stag. Yeah, cool.
3: Um, and I mean, if you look look at the other one, um, it was that was for the for the ancient Welsh king, um, the, the art on that one is stunning as well. Yeah, that, um, and and they've all been they've all been of that ilk. Um, um, so everything seems really well thought out, and um, it's definitely a brewery I would recommend. But I, just, I, as I say I wanted to I wanted to big up that beer before I finished it and moved on to my next one.
1: Quite simple artwork, though, like in the, oh, in the grand scheme. But like you know, but it stands like, out.
3: It's real... that, like, like, see if you if you look right. at if, if you were to look at that can on a shelf, you would pick it up. You would pick it up, but don't overlook them. I mean, if you see, if you see Mona um, on a shelf, don't overlook them. Um, the 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 Louis Vus belay some quality quality beers. Got a lot of um, traction
2: on. Off menu,
3: is that right?
2: The off menu podcast not too long ago. Hey, tell you who it was that was on. Maybe if I can find it. Um, but the it was a guest on there was was giving them big big licks for being um, pretty good and mentioned their their beer quite a few times. At least a couple. Um, which is excellent. So backed up.
1: Right, I'm. I'm just diving in here because I think. Did you open that beer, Gav? Yes. Right, but well, I'm just going straight in here because, like, yeah.
3: so
0: we need we need every single detail, of this because this is
3: another. It seems though it's going to be another frustrating American beer that's not living up to the hype. So this is
1: um, the name of the brew, It's Three Roads Brewing Company. Um, so, uh, Candon, um Lynchburg, Virginia. Virginia. Right. And this is their N150 Indian Pale Ale. So the, and to be honest with you, I wish I've read this can before because this is a huge red flag. The first line of this, um, the Wackajin. A cross between a West Coast and a New England style IPA. Right. <laughs>
2: yes.
1: Hazy by design with a smooth, creamy mouthfeel. We low just beer.
2: <laughs> and huge
1: on flavour.
2: Huge. It has a,
1: huge. It has an aroma of pungent citrus and tropical fruits and a hint of pine nope. with a, a copious amount of late hop additions and dry hopping. Can't now the first thing like when I, I hit the can, I don't know what like it smelled like like cereal or something to me. It had <laughs> a really odd flavour. Like it smelled like sugar oh, puffs, because that's dangerous. But,
3: Smells like somebody's peed no. in the can. No, just, no sugar
1: puff. I don't know. This is pe- just, like, there's nothing to this. Like, there getting, is nothing.
0: I generally get nothing on the, well, I don't get nothing on the nose, but it's no, like you said, when they when say pungent, it's no pungent at all. It's smooth Pungent's and creamy. Pungent's not, like, it's,
2: it's pungent, Noah. Like, does that, to anybody, does pungent, have positive connotations in no, any way shape or form no, no. pungent no. means too strong for yeah. me
0: like. no that's right it's no it's no pungent in any you know, any we level it
2: could maybe be positive as if it was cheese yes correct might be pungent it's you know what i mean like a strong like a blue cheese or something like that Aye. might have might Aye. be a nice pungent. pungent brie um, but you're not having like a nice hang on a new, well, i'll crack this pungent Pungent beverage. Can you Disney Ken what it is, mongrel beer? So
3: oh, it, uh, it, my, my, my husband's just came back but a nice pungent bunch of flowers for me.
0: Uh, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it does seem that, so it says in the can, hazy by design, yes, you get that. Creamy, smooth and creamy, mouthfeel, yes. Low bitterness, yes, because there's none. <laughs> so, no it, bitterness. Should, it should just say no bitterness. It says huge on flavour. Mm, i Beg to differ. Pungent it says
2: Can you, uh, is it aroma canned? of
0: pungent, citrus and tropical fruits, it's no. um I, I'm like really canned. sad. Any
2: dates? Uh, Any dates? Uh, when was oh it canned?
0: Let's have
2: a look. Let's
0: oh, fuck, have look. You get a magnifying is here, the old uh, boys. Oh it's back to front, isn't it? So uh, March. End of March.
3: I'm oh well, that's the excuses then. I was going to yeah, say, it there's, no, the th- marks, there's yeah. no 31 months. Because <laughs> when, I, when I got my beers for the now defunct um, beer brubs, um I got some US beers and there was a couple of them that had been in the can sort of August, no, September time last year and they were kind of starting to wane a wee bit in flavour. So, you know, if things have been sitting for quite a while, you might you might expect things to disappear a wee bit, but but no. Some I'm, disappointed faces. Man, I'm, I should have, I should have been screenshotting this as well. See, to be honest, man, like that's
0: one of like the worst beers. It is no, no, In terms of like, we've had bad beers from like, like they just taste like shit. But in terms of what you expect, this is like one of the worst things. I, I, I of I want my money back. This you a hundred percent. it. This buy that. Like, there's a story, it's, but I'm, i not good.
1: No, it's, see, actually, see, to be honest with you, part of me thinks it's karma, to be honest with you, <laughs> like 100% oh, I'll karma. tell you the story off-record. 100% karma. But, um, you, you know what the, the, the worst it is? We tried a nip of this, like a really short bit, off-draft, and <laughs> Did we? it was really flavoursome. It had that really bold aspect to it, and like I suppose when you get... Um festival pour. It wasn't like even a full festival pour. We got it was a little short as as we were kind of running I
0: was around. So excited about this beer. This is like oh, the one I walked away at my out of all sixteen beers that I walked away from Brew London. This was the one I was like, oh, this is going to be amazing. It's American beer. Oh, this is going to be so good. I'll save it for a rainy day. Like, it's, it's actually because like... I'd rather save something else for a rainy day.
1: It is so lacklustre, mate. It's got nothing... Like, the best part about it is the aftertaste, as in, like, if you didn't drink it for a wee while, it sort of lingers in your mouth. That's honestly the best part about it, where you think...
3: Best part about the beer is when you didn't drink
1: it. Honestly, mate, like, see, when you're drinking it, like, you know, like, I was speaking about the Idaho 7 one earlier, and just, like, bags of flavour hits different parts of your tongue, you get a wee bit of the resinous, and you get a bit of the uh, pininess, you get, you know, the grapefruit. This, you, basically you drink it, it's liquid, it hits I'm the back, of, you swallow it, and then you go, alright, there's nothing there, and then... No,
0: you just couple, go, oh, that was wet. It's just...
1: <laughs> I, I'm really sorry, but I, like, Three Roads Brewing Company, you've made an and absolute I really I genuinely ho- I
0: genuinely really hope that it's just because it's travelled and it's something's went wrong it's only been in the can like two months. So but
2: So what you're saying is and let me make sure I've got this, because I can sometimes be wrong. You know that keen it.
0: Love
2: it.
1: A hundred percent this might end up in the sink.
2: No,
0: don't not that, Mark. Don't, sometimes you're ridiculous and i'm, I'm, I'm being re- like no uh, I mate mean, it's drink no you can drink it behave yourself it's no that it's no that bad that you can't drink it but it's just no doing what it says in the cat it doesn't it doesn't do any of these things well a lie it, it it was hazy it was smooth and creamy the other things it doesn't do it it's pish but it's no undrinkable fine it's pish correct it's not it's no like it's not even like if it was stuff. green no it's not even green it's no stuff like crap stuff i've heard at the supermarket or anything like that it's we american beer we've got high expectations but it doesn't even meet fucking medium expectations never mind fucking this is uh, uh, oh, i suppose if, that's
3: mean, that's what stuff. i think that's what i think's happened here. it's, it's uh, i mean no I'll, I'll you see you me. see that you see that american flag and, and you you automatically it's it's two or three steps above no, it's, you know before before you even start you think to yourself this is going to be your expect what i mean is your expectations are oh. higher um because they're coming for america okay, right, but true. there's 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 shape breweries in america just as there's shape breweries are here
0: well i think we are found so, one we are found one
3: so, <laughs> well going for a shite brewery to a good brewery um because i've moved on um and uh, after our discussion earlier i thought the time was right um uh, he's, for, he's got a big
1: eleven percent stout in it.
3: <laughs> for uh, this one is from a wee Scottish brewery called Overtone. Mm-hmm. Um and it's called Big Joe. And it's a uh, an Imperial pancake breakfast stout coming in at a modest eleven percent. Right, then um, it is it's it's fresh, it's uh, just what you're after for a barbecue. Um no, no I'm kidding. Um this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna to totally steal a phrase that uh, that I, that Craig, uh, my brother, gave me. Um, when when I poured this into the glass, it made a f- dump. <laughs> <laughs> when, when it hit the bottom of the tumbler, um, and it's absolutely superb. I, when I was when I was reading the can, I was a bit concerned that it would be heavy on the maple syrup, and have that kind of oppressive sweetness. Mm. Um, but it really isn't. It really isn't. It's, it's just there and me um, it, it's really thick um, moorish lovely roasted coffee flavours um, and it's absolutely stunning absolutely stunning, well done Overton.
0: Congratulations for making another spectacularly fucking ah, amazing. again again what do you like? I'm,
1: I'm actually gutted having opened that uh, IPA and like I said having plenty of stouts I could have joined well, go and get one. one go and get one I've got my club Aye. Tropicana here today. I'm double. I've got double parts, so I'm all right. Pots um,
2: are free.
1: Correct. Ah, oh, you missed that one, <laughs> El, little boy.
2: One. <laughs>
1: but, um.
2: Could anybody
1: so sing it? Club uh, Tropicana uh, drinks are free. I had to
0: done, so.
3: Yep. Just for him to listen to the song, doesn't sound to anything like Mark that sang it? Yeah. No, it just
2: make sure we does not, we do not get flagged for copyright. <laughs> okay. no. Definitely the artist's own
1: work. 100% they will be saying there's no way, exactly.
3: I think he's been dead for about 10 years, he could still probably sing it better than
2: that. <laughs> Wilder.
3: <laughs> Tropicana drinks her 5p. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: What? No okay,
0: well, that's a good dart, done. Um, Wait. I'm going to, uh, one. Well, no, we'll finish off on one subject that you, you um, brought up, Marky boy. Um, and you probably want to say yourself, but fuck it, I'm diving in. It was breweries that have surprised us this year so far? Um, if there is any that maybe popped up that you've been surprised of, happily, poorly, the mm-hmm. shite or you want a wee bit more from them i know we discussed fierce but i don't know why i even go into that let's just leave that because we've done that already um because we'll be here for fucking about a fortnight talking about that
3: picked up a couple of fierce beers at the weekend <laughs> really
0: sorry.
1: late
3: shift. No, no, no no i was going to say i stayed i stayed pretty safe i picked up a can of squirrel and a can of cafe racer yeah. so i would be interested to see if they've Fucked them up in the then <laughs> the interim period between me yeah. 11
2: and them last. Now, I very much doubt it. Go, like, oh, I am like, when did they last brew, cafe So that would be interested in figuring.
1: Thing is, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do because I know they are. are
2: very much in a holding pattern. I think. Yeah, so. <laughs> they're on a
1: massive. Um, they're on a massive Dismove, really, collab yeah. slash, cuckoo brew slash. Like
3: create imagination, new stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah and do something anywhere else other
1: than, than... and they're opening <laughs> their doors to loads of breweries to go up there and do work. So I think, I, I honestly, I, they're going to obviously run a lot of their core stuff to begin with, but I think they're going to come out swinging. Like, um, yeah, I some... hope so,
3: mate. I hope so.
2: I hope but there's anyway. some really good barrel age stuff, barrel aging, because that's where the that's their, their, their that's signature yeah. if they're going to smash something that's going to have to be hefty and that
0: All Right, and i hope it's like because obviously they're, they've just moved into the, the new or the extended into the new like premises like i'm just going i'm just going to say like i hope that it's like they're just with what day are doing trolling along and then when they get set up in a new place that's when they'll start ramping things up and
2: i'm hoping the increased capacity means Schedule space. Ah, exactly. And I know it's going to be running all the time, but I hope it means they're schedule free for um, not just experimentations with other breweries and stuff, but experimentations in their own right. I,
3: I just hope that. they didn't I just hope they fill up all their new capacity with the fucking horrific beers that they released still uh, Aldi and Lidl. Um pretty nice. Eh? I've is, still like... not tried them yet, but mm-hmm. no, I, can't, yeah. I, I,
2: can't, yeah. I can't imagine they'll be completely undrinkable.
3: Oh, it was. Mm, that one was. The knowing pretty
1: the... juicy, the pretty juicy double IPA was uh, can I, but easily can I, the worst
3: can I, beer the I've one? tried this year. Can It'd I just terrific. say
1: though, knowing knowing the price that Aldi and Lidl are paying breweries to get beer in, is like to be honest with you, I will. Well, they need be do a double IPA then. Mm, well, maybe I, they've
3: already signed up or whatever.
2: I don't know. Maybe, but. Yeah.
1: Uh, anyways, give me another brewery like that if, well, I'll
2: I'll, go... I'll I'll say a
0: brewery that's um I feel like are do going on on very strongly. Um are going strength to strength and we've already mentioned them and I'll mention them again. And it's it's Mirakai. Um I think they're just they're pres- like just going on heaps and bounds from what they did and established last year and they're doing some amazing things this year. Um, I've had a couple of beers this year already. The um drink goes drink goes my mouth is drink drinking excuse me. <laughs> drinking because my mou- mouth was lonely. That Napal was fantastic. Um they've got the single hop series, um Gilroy gave me some beer tokens, so I've got plenty of America stuff in my fridge. Um so thank you, sir. Um the the, the two single hop ones that I've had have been like the Citra one was awesome, the Idaho seven one was was good and i feel like that's I, I, for people maybe like i said i've said it already in the podcast who so might not be pod or craft beer connoisseurs so to speak or love their craft beer too much that'll be a struggle but like they've got some amazing beers me the guy for me have ones that i've just stepped on and just went fuck it that's just let's just blow the tap off this and just keep making amazing beer ollie is a wizard he's genuinely a wizard I would
1: quite happily agree with that. Quite happily, for me, the one that kind of stood out of like over the last couple of weeks, and I suppose it was maybe because of a lack of exposure I've had to them. But was uh, Rivington Brewing that we had on? Uh, that was I suppose a couple of months back now. But doing everything the right way um, really focused in on local community and building a space for um, you know locals to go in the farm and drink awesome beer holding events you know markets um, festivals all that kind of stuff um, for me that was I, I, I can sort of relate that's the sort of kind of brewery I can get behind you know that Aye. are not They're not trying to be like, as as Ben said, not trying to be like world dominant, like take over. Like they've got a space, they've got an area in the market that they know they do it really well. They want to promote local, they want to support local. um, And I thought the beers were really, really good. Was a couple of three things I think was the pale or the uh, double dry hopped IPA. If I remember that correctly, and I thought it was just. Really tasty, juicy, easy drinking, and you know, like that's the sort of beer that I want access oh, to locally quite yeah, easily. Yeah. Um, and I suppose that like leans in quite easily to local for us, which I think we need to give a shout to strangers in oh, Linlithgow. Um, you know, we always want to try and promote promote Scottish breweries and people that are doing it. Um, locally oh, for us, and like, realistically, there isn't a broody closer to me, probably. If I think about it logistically, like they're probably about three, four miles away. Um, and I know Brett's really like he's went strength to strength, and we was spoke gutted. I was
3: gutted. I was out on Saturday, unfortunately, but he was down on Lithgow at the uh, Lithgow Cross. Um, with a stall, a market stall and stuff, I would, if, if I'd uh, if I'd seen that um, and, and been available I would have definitely headed down to say hi but uh, yeah brewing some great stuff.
1: I didn't even know that and like I said that was like, like two miles up the road for me like I wish I knew <laughs> that as well but um, no, like really wicked and I suppose it's always nice to show, shout out the local guys isn't it?
0: Definitely, I, I um just quickly one i want to shout out flock because i've had two of their stuff gil kindly gave me one of the uh, one beer when i was at his and then the collaboration with rivington um so flock is one i think to look out for i want to give a shout out as well um to alex from bayonet bruin Um, ah good lad congrats congratulations mate you got married at the weekend well
2: done i
0: know you're a regular listener of the podcast um congratulations mate it's all down fell from here mm-hmm. <laughs> but no well done mate that's um amazing and your beer's awesome as well I fyi
1: he's a really good dude he's been really helpful from uh answering questions about startup and brewing and all that kind of thing and i do owe him a phone call um as well so i will but yeah
0: uh, congrats Yep, hats off mate hats off congratulations to you my friend but I Bayonetta and um, Flock or, I wanted to add in Flock because, because I've, I, had a <laughs> sneaky, I had a sneaky feeling that uh, Gilroy might shoot them I was like oh I get in there first fuck you uh, Cal
3: oh nice yeah so they're they're relatively new I, I, I confess I'm, I tried to do some furious google in there but I can't mm-hmm. um, find exactly when they started um, but they're they're Relative newcomers, and they're based in Yorkshire, and stunning beers. Really off the wall, um, different styles. Everything with sort of mythical edge. Everything's kind of based around mythical creatures and and figures and all that kind of stuff. All their artwork, their artwork is absolutely stunning. Their their, their bottles are really eye catching, um, and it's all designed in house. They've got they've got an in house uh, label designer and stuff, uh, a graphic artist. Um, who's smashing out the labels and it, it really does justice to the, to the phenomenal beer inside. Um, I had, that was another brewery that gave 10 different beers um, in my bruiser box and I, I've not had a bad one. Um, some styles that I've never, like the the quadruple and the dunkle, um styles that I hadn't tried before, um, but I'll definitely be seeking out and trying more of, particularly the dunkel. And, um, and I've even got a, I've still got one a barley wine sitting in the in the fridge. Um oh dear. That Well, this is this is it. But I'm uh, the the Uh-oh. tasting the beers tasting the beers that I have tasted. It's given me so much confidence in the brewery that I'm quite sure the barley wine will be a winner as well.
0: Uh, right. the labels are wicked.
3: Aye, and they're all designed. They're all designed in house by by some um, by their, their, their designer. It's superb. It's
0: properly like, really Dungeon, small team. Aye, uh, like Dungeons and Dragons kind of vibe and stuff. Like aye, yeah. Robert. okay well,
1: we you speak about um like obviously we've been speaking about sort of like logos and labels and all that like recently and like brand awareness and like haven't like Tartarus like they just have like they've created this brand like they've created this kind of style um for themselves and in a marketplace that's so busy and competitive I find that like fascinating that there's still gaps, as in like you can create something uh, that is different to everybody if, else.
0: So if you're not aware, if you're a long time listener, you, you'll be aware that there's, a, there's a, a brewing side to the podcast, beer French brewing. Um, and if you if you were on the the live stream that I did on Instagram the other day, you'll you'll be aware that um the guys obviously want to try and do it properly and. I, we've said that Beer Fridge Brewing isn't like a good brewery name like we like it it's good fun It's obviously associated with the podcast but um, it's not the best kind of name so we've been looking at other ideas and try to, I've been coming up with logos and stuff and try to find something that's unique and kind of speaks to us at the same time and stands out but is modern and stuff it's such a fucking hard thing by the way it's
1: modern and like that's part of me. Like when Callum, like when he showed the the Mona beers earlier, <coughs> excuse me, and the so and when you talk about Tartarus as well, you know that there's there's simplicity in the Mona. It's like you say the cans will stand out because of what they are, but then the Tartarus stuff stands out for the complete opposite reason that it's Aye. a bit mad and mental. And but both
3: it's frightening. And, on on you know think in... yeah.
1: <laughs> Um, got a and I think it's just it? amazing and like being able to to come up with stuff like that and like and then brew to that specific style as well I think mm-hmm. you know a name can be a, a, and a style and logo brand can be one thing but you know being able to like you say the Tartarus stuff being able to match that up with I know they had the uh, the, the, the the P numbered New England that uh, turned it yeah. purple that's mm-hmm. like, right like, oh, I'm sorry, aye. but like that coming out their style a like, uh, bottle is just like it's like perfect it's like a marketing dream meeting with the like it's just perfect harmony, I think, the way I've looked at it and it's wicked, that's for sure.
0: Definitely is. Uh, Gilroy, any breweries that have stand- stood out for you, I should say? Uh
2: Wilderness. Oh yeah. what a shout by the way. Um as much as you'll hate it. <laughs> uh, Sorry, James,
1: but your beers are James, awesome.
2: Your beers are quite good, unfortunately. Lovely. Um as much as that might pain you, your beer's mm-hmm. quite good. Um just as having a look over some of the new stuff that's on the website at the moment. It's just incredible some of the the, the stuff that's available. I mean I think there's a so there's a three there's a big bottle taster. Three seven hundred and fifty 750ml bottles for thirty three quid.
3: Bad. Isn't... Right. Well he does that, um he does the the big bottle taster for bruiser as well. That's an mm. option on your bruiser subscription to get the big bottles. But obviously that's a bit dearer than 30 yeah. quid. But... Mm. but see if you're see if you're having it like like we had the night at uh, in the isolation bar. Yeah. See if you've got a night like that coming up, you know, you know and yeah. in, in, in a couple of weeks you're gonna have the guys round for a night of drinking and you say to yourself, oh, well, that's fine. 30 quid. You, you know, I'm quite happy to spend 30 quid on, I mean, I'd, I'd quite happily spend a tenner on a bottle of wine to share yeah. with, with my friends. So why not why no buy a few interesting bottles of beer that exactly. you can share? Exactly, definitely. It's good stuff. Big i like fan, this stuff. Life. Some of them are incredible. So uh, here you go. There's, here's one for Mark. So And
0: yeah. maybe Callum as well. So uh, this
2: beer uh, is called Free Diving. It's like, actually it's, it pains me, but it's all gone apparently. Oh no. Um, it's only five point six percent, or was only five point six percent, but it was soured in Bordeaux barrels. Especially oh. before bottling with a subtle Nelson Sauvin. Oh, oh come on. Can you say fairer than that, Drink? Uh the you know, first thing a, I've got
1: to say is a colour games... combination. Where was the shout out? Because <laughs> there is not a brewery I have never mentioned my mate Nelson to, so that's poor <laughs> on his part. But yeah.
2: that sounds like an, it would have been excellent. No wonder yeah. it's all yeah. away. But I strangers for me are just just I like the experimentation and I think the consistency of oh, the level of experimentation has been uh, wilderness, sorry. Um has been excellent. Like the the consistency in the beer that we had, the stuff that we've aged or kept and the stuff that's on the website now and the flavour combinations and everything in there and some of the experimentation with blending things together and stuff like that it's just the level of consistency that that seems to have been producing is mental. No, I've actually still got... Like, he, he just like,
0: um, he throws bits together and he just, he's like, oh, I'll just leave that. I'll just let that sit and then wait until it's good. And it could be like 12 months, it could be 8 months, it could be fucking crazy. 2 years. And he's mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, fuck
1: I've it actually still to be got that a one. No, aye,
2: we've got it. It's like a never-ending well for whatever reason. It's just not always there. Um, no, it's aye, Wales getting a little shout great. Yeah, which is, great. Mm. Well, which is, the thing is so, On this
1: like, pod, it's funny because it, I think we mentioned it before wilderness that it was like we had never really dived into Welsh prune at all, other than Tiny Rebel, I suppose that um, we've all had a couple of cans um of, that's for sure, uh, the old right. Stay Puffs series, but it just shows you, and I think I've I, I probably said this phrase about a million times, but, you know, look local. Look right. and see who's nearby you. Um Put your hand. If you're going to go and spend money on beer, you know, try local. If it's good, then hallelujah, and if it's not good, then, you know, be honest about it and give feedback, um, or tell us, and we'll be honest and give feedback. And then, uh, no, nah, it's it's really wicked. And the the diversity of beers now, and I think that's the one thing for me that like it has stood out again this year, and I suppose we maybe say it every year that I think like last year we went through f- like the we had the New England phase where. You know, everybody. It was nipas this, and then we had the double dry hopped phase. You know, where it was the ever had
0: daft and triple dry hopped and fucking. You know,
1: man. and we're doing double and triple. I don't know if there is a style that has really summed this year up for me yet, to be honest. And I think that's quite a nice thing, or a nice situation to be in. That see, I, we have...
0: see, to be honest with you, I feel like we go through the same loop, right? And we we think we know what the style is going to be. And then by the end of the summer it's like no nah, it's completely different and um i think it's the same every year to be fair what you what you end up with i, I my i would love to say it's going to be lager. me up
1: just turn your microphone a wee bit you seem a bit quiet oh does seem I... quiet doesn't
0: quiet i yeah. did i did accidentally turn mine down
1: Look, I, I i think you're right Lager. Well, it is summertime, and you know lager pills, hells combo is just there's something.
0: It's it's like because the the two well the four pure one I had tonight, and then the um, the lords stuff that we had at Brew London, like like wicked. Two of the best lagers I've probably had all year, but I'm leaning more towards the lords because that was just. Awesome. I wouldn't mind trying that again
1: though. Like in my head, oh, like, I, think, I know, and I, I was I obviously like, I got a, uh, I got a cheeky pint of it late door. So obviously, oh, did you? Like, aye, because that was one of the first stops. Because I went, remember they obviously gave us the glasses. Oh, and I remember that because I'm looking at it. Eh? I had the glass in the side pocket of my bag, and obviously I, I was doing the. I went to a round corner, round corner, round, which was a is definitely a. Mate, uh, wanting them on uh, the podcast so No, they'll they will because uh, they were they were dying to come on when we we're speaking to them, but their West Day was very good. And I, 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 I I'm actually really looking forward to trying it again when because um and I uh, forgive me, I can't remember the chap's name I was speaking nope, to when we were can't. there. And he was like, We've got people that dr- like fly over from America to yeah. try our beer the West Day, and I was like
0: That's the kind of West that you fucking want. But it
1: was amazing. The lager was really good, and then I
0: went round and got
1: the Lord's lager as well. That was like the oh, the Lord's lager. I think that's even better. Um, the,
0: the, <laughs> the Lord's lager. The Lord's lager on um, a Sunday.
1: Can only drink it on a Sunday, <laughs> and it's the purest of purest of uh, lagers for sure. Um,
0: I, I'd like. Uh, I don't want to talk too much about it because I'm I'm trying to wrap things up. If I'm honest, um, for me, Brew London. Like it was nice in terms of it wasn't full of all the big breweries, it was all smaller breweries that you might have not heard of there was a ton of breweries that I have never heard of, Caps Off was the first one we went to Mm when I got that iced fucking 9.4% stout which was um, fucking slushy that was crazy Lords, I've not heard much about them round the corner, I've heard some round corner I should say because it's not round the corner, it's round corner I've I've seen them I've seen their logo. Um not seen much of the beer. But it was like so much fun just to like find and discover breweries that are on my doorstep that I just didn't even realise it.
1: There was uh, and again, like without I know you're wrapping up, there was two that there was a hacked brewing which was mm-hmm. uh like a Belgian brewery that are like launching in the UK and I know Gil, you're big into mm-hmm. um like, well, like I'm, I'm gonna, I am I'm. was going to say like foreign traditional beers was the way I was going. And the Belgian style um, is like one of the best, let's be honest. And I think it is underrepresented in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one that kind of stood out was mobru And they were the same. They were doing um, Belgian style fruit beers. And they had a cherry, a mango and a banana like oh. belgian wheat beer banana, beer's
2: weird.
1: banana i never tried because i'm not but the cherry was actually quite tasty um did, did i try any uh no you didn't try that was when you were away when i sent you away for food mate
0: like, i don't remember that <laughs> uh,
1: that's, they were they were right across they were like two down from the battle of the breweries thing and we uh, went there we right. spoke to
0: roger like i was not there that's fine yeah and then went I thought I'd passed it. I, I, fee- I had the fear there. No gonna lie, had the fear. But
1: the- anyway, wrap us up, Gav, for being long, and then any yes. extra content can be for our beloved patron uh, fans,
0: patron members. Um, yes, as always, Beerfish podcast is. Brought to you and sponsored by Beer. Head to Beer. Send it to the weekly newsletter. Got all the craft beer news from your favourite breweries and the all-important new beers list as well. We are powered by Patreon. And to power... Patreon.com forward slash beerfishpodcast. Gain access to exclusive content and some homebrew from the guys as well. Remember, whenever you listen to the podcast, subscribe and hit that ding a ling to be notified of all the latest episodes. The Beer Fish Podcast, real beer, real breweries, real opinions. My name's Gav. I've got MD, Callum, and Scotty Boy have joined me this evening until next week on the Beer French Podcast.
3: Good yeah. move.